Hi, my name is Heather. I'm from St. Louis and I am uh, 33. Um, my story spans about 14 to 15 years. Um, it was a case of someone who ended up living a completely double life. I began to not see red flags, but there are probably about a couple instances of things I should have noticed but didn't, but ultimately ended in a betrayal that no one saw coming. The story is that I I was a party girl and he was the good Christian boy um, with trauma in his past. And so the trauma mixed with his very conservative Christian lifestyle that he was leaving, leading led me to ignore all of the potential signs of strife. It's a very long story, um, but I'd love to tell it. And I think I'm interested in telling it because I've been muzzled for so long because I was hidden. Um, I don't want to hide that. I knew I was being hidden. I just thought that I was the truth. And it turns out that I possibly was the lie. That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is doomed. Hey y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine, and you're listening to an episode of Cheaty's Podcast. That's if right. You're new here. <laughs> Welcome to two women who can't wait to interrupt each other. <laughs> if you've been here before, uh, you're a stabby and you're very familiar uh, how this format works. And you're back for more. We don't know why, but thanks. Thanks, y'all. Uh, today's yeah (laughs) do you want to start talking because i'm going to wait till you start talking to talk again to talk again yeah yeah. fantastic um catherine we're stepping all over ourselves and i think it might be because we just recorded like an hour and 40 minutes of oh yeah a a crazy crazy cheating story with so many details and twists and turns and the reveal at the end worth every penny Yes. Wow. Story. I would say that although this one spans 15 years, you might have, you might recognize yourself in the story. Hey, maybe your story was just six months. Maybe it should have been. And you got out early, but this is a story of, of, of a girl who finds herself in love and infatuated and then just can't get out because they're in love with somebody who continuously feeds them lies. And it's a classic story of, of of love bombing and gaslighting and manipulation mm-hmm. and and then a huge explosion at the oh end. yeah 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 and and my favorite my favorite piece of the puzzle that's sprinkled all over this is uh is religion so mm. we got we got another one of those little uh, I'm gonna use religion to tell you why I can and can't do X Y Z while I'm actually doing X Y Z and more over here uh, exactly. so. A lot of lies, uh, a lot of stuff rolled up in uh, what what should be righteousness, and uh, and wow, I mean, and turns into wrongness, righteousness <laughs> to wrongness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Catherine, uh, this story with our guest 
is uh, it's good. It's detailed, and hence why it is broken into two parts. Y'all are about to hear part number one, and uh, then we'll we'll break it into another episode just so everyone can handle and process everything they just listened to, and they'll be ready for part number two. So at this time, enjoy part one with Heather A. Hey, listener, you're about to hear a really juicy cheating story. Names and locations may have been changed to protect the guilty. We're not licensed therapists or lawyers. Hell, we barely have a driver's license. We're just two broke comedians who've been through some shit. And this alleged story is one-sided. If you know another side, please call our emergency redemption hotline at 888-STABBY-8. And yes, that is a real number. Now sit back, relax, and pour yourself a bowl of cheaties. Have you cheated? Let us know so you can go home and enjoy the rest of your summer. All right, Stabbies, we've got Heather A. in the house. Heather, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, you look great. You look, I'm going to be honest, people can't see us, but you look more put together uh, than Catherine and I combined. So I like congrats. how you picked a spot in your house where there's just a stack of books behind you. And you're like, I yep, was just finishing book- up two or three books before you called. <laughs> well, and I'd like to and- get back to it. So why don't you wrap this up? <laughs> <laughs> Hardly. It's the opposite. It's more like I'm hung over from last night so and that's what you see <laughs> on my face is makeup from last night so you know nice I'm glad I put on a good game you really I did yeah you, you're so environmental <laughs> you you're like I'm gonna recycle, yes. exactly. recycle. this makeup the makeup and the hair there yeah, you go you know. and the books she's like I don't even know what these books are no never read they're them. just yeah it's they're for decor they're just, yeah <laughs> you're making a joke but that's the truth so <laughs> No, I'm a woman in her 30s, so I understand what piles yeah. of books are yeah. in the yeah. house. They're, no they're one's reading us. No, they're all curated for color to match my home decor. So I feel you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's uh, right. Exactly. 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 In my 20s, they were used as um, uh, a, a little uh, prop ups. So, you know, your bed, oh. maybe if you wanted to be like, I feel like I want to be higher. You were mm-hmm. like, what? Well, these books yeah. are made for elevating things. Yeah, <laughs> they Not could elevate reading. your they could elevate your brain, but instead no. they're gonna yeah. elevate your bed. Sure. Yeah. 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 They I like that. So yeah. Heather, you're you're in the loo right now, the Saint Lou, right? Yeah. You hate yeah. it when yeah. people say that. I'm guessing. No, not at sure. all. Okay, cool. I'm in okay. the loo, and I'm proud. Yeah! Okay. Yeah. Oh, I okay. love it. Oh man, I listened Nelly. to way too much Nelly in high school. Way too much. That was yeah. that was when it was big. And yeah. I'm I'm gonna be honest. We did a we did a cheerleading dance to a couple Nelly songs. One including you know. "Hot Hot in Her." So yeah, I mean, you know. I don't know how we got away with that stuff. We did. I think we did the same thing. That's like what I'm, I'm taking off all my clothes at a yeah. high school dance. Okay, cool. That's that, fine. And no one said right. it was fine. No. It was fine. It's yeah. yeah. Oh dear God. Um, okay, so this is something I, I know we want to get to your story, uh, but number one, most important thing: how in the hell did you find us in in the old St. Lou? Um. So TikTok, actually, um, ah. I got a addiction last year during uh quarantine and covid and all that stuff of just needing way to escape and i was scrolling through one day and um there was a girl who was like oh i'm going to be on this podcast and talking about how my ex who did me wrong 
Mm-hmm. And it was the one about the Disney princess one. Mm-hmm. Yes. I yeah. didn't know she made a TikTok about us. Yeah. That's and so cool. So That's I was so like, oh, I need to check it out. And so then I started listening. I'm like, oh, this shit is so good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. And then I was like, oh, I have one, but I don't, am I going to air my laundry into the world? But mm-hmm. like, why the fuck not at this point? Mm-hmm. So. Yes. And you're like, I'm going to go out the night before. I'm going to take a lot of shots. I'm going to wake up. I'm just going to do the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, love beautiful. it. I love it. Hell okay, yeah. Okay, then well, without further further ado, further? let's get into further ado. For, sorry. Further. Sorry, sorry, my country grammar's coming out. I like okay. it. I like it a lot. <laughs> That's good, right? Should I start counting all the callbacks to the yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Shoot, I got a little cut on my face. Hold on. I gotta, oh, get, a, okay, I gotta go a little, little peak band A little band Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, okay, Heather, take us back to a time pre-country grammar post-country grammar maybe pre nelly tim mcgraw we don't know where this era is put us put us back in that time and we want to know who is heather here uh what does heather want uh what's she going after like you know is she like damn i think my butt's getting big we don't even know yet let us know they're all very fair questions. Um, <laughs> and to, and, and just, I'd like to jump in and say, I've been asking myself when my butts would get every day. Every sure. Day, yeah. Every yeah. day for but my whole life. Nothing to yeah. be ashamed of. Like, no, it's not. Really, you got to have a little yeah. dunk. It's mm-hmm. all good. It's, yeah, it's mine won't stop. It won't stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it keeps you in chairs. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps you in stools. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Good questions. Okay. All right, Heather, go for it. So um, I met this kid uh, when we were kids. So I I remember the first day I met him. Um, it was the first day of my sophomore year of high school. He Aww. walked in the classroom and he was wearing, he was a varsity soccer player. Was wearing um, the soccer player t shirt. He had the bluest eyes I'd ever seen. Oh, and geez. he sat behind me and forward fifteen year old me flipped myself around. Was like, hey. What's going on? And, oh, um, very direct. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. for sure. And flirted the crap out of it. And then um, he got moved out of the class. And then I didn't see him for an entire year. Um, but we would pass each other in the hallways. And he'd like wink and smile at me. And I would just like go weak in the knees and melt for this kid. Um, and then it wasn't until like a year later when we had like the same lunch when um, we would like, I would saw him. And um, remember that scene in Love and Basketball where um, I was just thinking this sounds like Love and Basketball. Okay, so but you remember the scene in Love and Basketball where sh- the the girl is watching um, him play basketball in high school, and the friend is sitting there with him, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I would lick the sweat off his ass." Yes, and yes, yes, yes. That is how I would look at this kid. Mm-hmm. And looking back, I don't know why, but I did. And I was like so infatuated. Well, yeah. um, I'll tell you why. You're full of hormones, okay? Yeah. And you're in high school. And the first day you saw him was a literal meet cute out of a teenage yeah. rom-com. Like that's what happened. He yeah. walked in. There was probably some wind for no reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sure. Just wind on him. You saw his his blue eyes and his eyelashes. You probably looked around the room, and then he made one little glance at you, half smiled, and uh, you were done. Yeah, I mean, and, how- yeah. 
Yeah. The boys are always sweaty. So it's so sweaty. They're a little sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to take care of that. Yeah. That's why. That's why. And oh, and the other part of why you're so obsessed with this kid is because you had this magical meet cute moment and then a whole year goes by. You don't get to like be in class with him, right? You Mm -hmm. didn't see him again. So you were pining over this kid for a year. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Yeah. That's why you needed to lick the sweat off of it. It's by, I mean, yeah, for sure. It was that. So by that time, he's a senior soccer player. I'm a junior cheerleader for varsity. And so, um, and in St. Louis, cheerleaders cheer for soccer as well as football. Oh, progressive. He would be playing. As a, sorry, I'm so sorry. As a cheerleader, I cheered for like 14 years. That is amazing. Didn't know that. Did you also cheer for basketball too? So was I was a, a separate squad. Yeah. No, it was the same. So yes and no. So um, it was the same squad, but in Missouri at that time, um, in order to do all-star and uh, high school, you couldn't do, they could, you couldn't do them at the same time. So Got football it. team ended and then usually first competition was like November. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I couldn't do basketball. That so, makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So I was the, always a football soccer cheerleader. Um, and so, That's so crazy. Yeah, I've never seen a soccer. I'm, I'm just like, I'm blown yeah. away. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Go for soccer's, it. Yeah. Soccer's big in St. Louis. Um, yeah. but I, I mean, I'd cheer his games and then he'd like, when he would come out and, uh, take a break, he'd like sit down on the bench and like turn and like wink at me during the games. And I was just like hot and bothered for this kid. Um, and apparently I don't remember this. He told me this later. I don't, but it sounds like something I would do. Um, cause I was like, I don't even remember how we got together in high school. And he's like, well, you wrote me a note. And I was like, oh, what did it say? And he's like, it was very forward. And it said, um, I'm a girl who gets what she wants and I want you. And I was like, oh, that sounds like something I would have done then. Because I Heather. thought I was some hot shit and didn't, yeah, have a filter. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Hashtag yeah. no filter for um, real. Yeah. I don't, I'm mortified now, but at the time I thought, uh, but I mean, it worked. So we started it. dating. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. He was, he was, I was so, so infatuated. And looking back, like it was not, it was like an inch deep. Like we did not have conversations really. Um, <laughs> no, you just, <laughs> yeah. You love the way his little well, hair fell on the back of his neck yeah go on dates but it was like I was so in that like headspace of like oh my god he's a senior soccer player yeah, yeah, yeah. dating me like um and there was just a lot of uh yeah. like like smelling shirts mm-hmm. like yeah, that. yeah 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 but like yeah. it was very pg like yeah we, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah making out hardcore but like sure that pg um yeah. and then it kind of just dwindled down I started to realize we didn't know each other I think I, at that point, was like, oh, my God, what's your favorite color? And he's like, because <laughs> I'm 17 and don't know the difference between yeah. anything. And um, What's your last name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, then I, I get to school and I hear that, like, um, he and this Golden Girl, which is the dance team, were, like, talking. And I was like, um, okay, so I just ask him. But I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, no, no, we're friends. There's nothing else. And then... Um, come to find out like we, he broke up with me because like we just don't know each other and I was like you're not wrong so it's fine yeah but then um a week later I hear that they're like together 
And I was like, oh, okay, that's whatever. too close. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and a golden girl at that? Right. Yeah. Like, you're going to leave me for a golden, golden? girl? Exactly. But whatever. It's yeah. not a big deal. Um, so we go back and forth. Um, I, I don't talk to him for basically the whole year. And then I get a call in March. And he's like, um, so am I ever going to get to come to one of your cheerleading competitions? And I was like, what? And, um, so he did, the, he did the damn thing. He, they had broken up. He mm-hmm. called, he's like, I want to go. And he showed up at the competition, which if you've been to one is not a safe space for teenage boys. Um, lots of no. cheer moms and <laughs> all that stuff. So he got lots credit. Of bloomers flying off. A lot of bloomers. <laughs> not flying yeah. off. But, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's just, it's a, a hot mess of girl explosion everywhere. Y- and, literal uh, girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Exploding yes. in the air. Into the air everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so I was like, maybe oh, okay. diarrhea in the bathroom before because yeah. I get nervous. Yeah. It's a competition. Yeah, sure. So sure. a lot of explosions. A lot of yeah. tears. They're yeah. crying. A lot of that. Like, Hairspray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, yeah. It's a, bones breaking. A yeah. yeah. Loud music. You have to pay 25 bucks at the door to watch me compete for two and, yeah. minutes and 35 seconds. Two like, minutes. You flip yes. to jock jams. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so he got points and then we started kind of dating again. And I was like, at in our high school, you had prom was like senior year only. Like you didn't get to go as oh. a senior. So I was like, oh, my God, he's going to ask me to prom. Mm -hmm. And um, then I he called one day. He's like, hey, meet me at the park and let's hang out. And I was like, "Okay, cool. So I go to the park and I was like after the gym. So I had like the teeniest shorts on like, oh, yeah, bare midriff, like not meant to be outdoors whatsoever. But, you know, I was dumb. And um, he we get there and he goes, let's let's go up the cliff. And I was like, what? Like, he's like, yeah, we're going to go up the cliff. And I was like, "Okay." So we go start climbing this cliff and I'm like, this is, this is not fun for me. Like, I don't like this. And then yeah. we get to the top and it overlooks the Mississippi river. And I'm like, Oh, this is cute. I'm like, this is where he's going to ask me to prom. Yeah. And um, then he, he gets like nervous. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's happening. And yeah. then he's like, so um, me and my friend made this pact. Like, if we didn't have dates to prom, we we're going to go together. So I think we're going to go to prom together. And I was like, you, you made me climb a cliff to tell me you're going to prom with someone else. Like, no. Um, so then I was just done with him. Like what? Hardcore this guy. is yeah. so insane. Well, first so, of all, y'all are dating though. Well, I mean, we were right? not like official. We mm. were like going on dates constantly talking, but we were not like official. He came uh, to your cheerleading. He came to your competition. So I would agree. This this is a pattern he has. So yeah, um, for sure. And so then I was just like done with him and didn't really talk to him. Um, my friends but what would happen is he would call and ask to take me out on dates and I would mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friends would be like, why are you doing that? And I was like, I mean, it's a free meal. Like what? Yeah. If he wants to take me on a date, take me on a date. Yeah. Sure. You're not I'm getting anything out of it. Taco Bell, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, that was kind of that. I mean, he went to college my senior year. He came back, which sh- he showed up at one of my first football games. He's like, I just wanted to come watch you cheer. Here's a card and a teddy bear. I've been thinking about you. And I was like, you didn't tell me you're coming in town. I have plans. Bye. Yeah. And, yes. and um, he, the my senior year homecoming, I was messing around with some guy I didn't want him to know about, so I couldn't take him to homecoming. So I uh-huh. called him, and I was like, "Hey, do you want to come be my date to homecoming?" So he's a freshman in college. Drove back to high school to go to the dance with me, and um, then gave him 
zero attention that night, danced with other people. Mm-hmm. That night at my house, he was like trying to make out. I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Like, like mm-hmm. not a nice person to this kid. And cause I was done. I was like, well, he was this? not a nice person to you. Yeah. Right. So okay. like that kind of goes on. I graduate, uh, I graduate, I go to college in Murray. Um, he's in Springfield, Missouri. And so we're like far away. We don't really talk a lot. We have a couple of conversations, my freshman year of college. Um, Wait, Murray, that Murray St. Louis? Murray, Murray State University in Kentucky. Oh, oh. that's where my mom went. I was like, oh, there's really? got to be more than one Murray. My mom went to Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The racers, yeah. right? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Is that yeah, where Mary Jo and your mom went to no, college? No. 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 They, they, no. Owensboro, baby. Owensboro, Kentucky. Oh, that's Owensboro. right. That's where yeah. she first went to college. Yeah. Before. Yeah. 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 Oh my Dude, god. Dude, Murray's so small. That's so crazy. I love yeah. that. Aww. Okay. It's so cool. It's a tiny little town. So I went there yeah. to cheer in college. Cool. And so um, I did that my freshman year. By the end of my freshman year, my knee was done. I had to have surgery. Yeah. Oh. Um, and I had to have a complete reconstruction. So it was a terrible surgery. Um, he knew about it and I had specifically said, I don't want anyone to see me. No one's coming to see me when I get home. Dude rolls up to my house the day I get home and I was like livid. And, um, my friends kind of laughed, like, why does he hear? I'm like, I don't know. I told him not to come. Um, but I will say that summer he did his best to like be there for me and support me. And I was sad and lonely cause I was my first year home from college and I'm like stuck in a bed because I was in a leg immobilizer yeah. for like the entire summer oh my God. and um it wait break nice. w- explain that what's a what's a leg immobilizer um so it's like a cast it's kind of like a cast but it's like metal and like foam and velcro but my oh, leg could yeah yeah my leg could not bend then it went from literally my hip to my ankle um, wow. because when I had my knee reconstructed, they basically cut all of the tendons and ligaments and sewed them back together. Cause they had gotten completely stretched out and oh. did a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. So oh, that not, makes me want to throw up. Oh, it God. was pretty terrible. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry. I asked. I'm so sorry. No, that's all good. Um, so then he, he's like, let me take you out to dinner. And I was like, I feel like crap. I don't want to go. And I was like, yeah. you need to get out of the house. I have no clothes to wear because nothing fits over this thing on my yeah. leg. Yeah. Um, I have to wear my mom's dress out. I was like, this is, I look like an idiot. <laughs> um, it was <laughs> terrible. I mean, it was so bad. And, um, he comes to his credit, takes me out, gets me in his little Mustang in and out of it and takes me to dinner. And, um, after dinner takes, drives us to the high school, um, opens the doors, uh, puts on Frank Sinatra, helps me have a car and I can't stand really. But yeah. then dances with me to music over over the the soccer field where I used to watch him cheer, watch him play soccer. Wow! Um, so he's good at like the big gestures. Um, we go back to school that that year. I party like a rock star because that's what I did in college. He is super Christian. Um, Here like, we go. Yeah, super <laughs> <Okay>. Christian. <laughs> Doesn't like that. Um, one night he was like you'd rather talk to jack than to talk to me and i was like who is jack and he's like jack yeah. daniels i'm like oh you dude. i can't believe you even just said that to me like uh, no dude dude what <laughs> a story should have ended let me yeah let me ended with that line right there. yeah that's true let me tell you where he got that joke i'm gonna tell you right now dude he's yeah. going to some some hip 
Christian church with the air guitar and the neon up lighting. And, and he's sure. got a young hip youth pastor. And he's like, yeah. you know, a lot of kids your age, they're going to be more interested in their best friend, Jack and yep. Evan. But you mm-hmm. need to say my best friend is Jesus. Jesus. And he heard yep. that and he was like, that's a really good joke, dude. Yep. Yeah. Pastor, yeah. Pastor Greg. He's a good yeah. one. He's funny. You yeah. need to go That's from Jose that. Cuervo, Jose yeah. Cuervo to Jesus Christ. One yeah. Jesus. That's right. Yeah. You're hanging out with the wrong JC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. was dumb and went the other way. Yeah. I was dumb and went the other way and was like, maybe he has a point. And then we started dating that night. Yeah, <laughs> I am actually throwing up. Come on, yeah. that should have been the last straw. That should have been the peace. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, um, yeah, it was not. That was a Heather. weak moment. Looking, I know, Heather. I know, I know. Come on. Um, so we start dating. I have. To, it's actually goes really well. Um, we. It was a. He was wonderful. We were both had a wonderful year. Um, he, like I said, was raised in purity culture. I was not. His brother is a pastor of a mega church. Um, um, and so there are a couple of things to like note. One, his, he's got a lot of childhood trauma. Um, so he was raised by his brother. And his brother oh. is a... Um, a pastor of a mega church and they were they lived in St. Louis but after he grad um graduated and went to college the brother moved to Memphis his sister also moved to Memphis to be part of this mega church in Memphis and um then so whenever in college we'd go back to St. Louis he was always with his at his aunt's house so me not seeing his parents even though they lived in St. Louis was never anything weird because he mm-hmm. didn't see them mm-hmm. um and then not seeing his sister or brother was also not weird because they lived in memphis and we were in st louis um um he would stay at his aunt's house i met the aunt that was always very normal so those things were kind of established um so i knew that there was like an influence that the brother had obviously because he took him out of this traumatic situation and raised him and all sorts of stuff right um and then also with very strict rules um and so everything was was good but um I was obviously not raised in purity culture because I liked to party and have a good time. Um, And so we had to kind of figure out what that meant for us. Um, And I finally met the, the brother and the sister on a trip to Memphis, my sophomore year of college. Um, We went to a Joyce Meyer conference. Uh, (laughs) Joyce Meyer. Why is that familiar? He's a evangelical preacher on the TV. Yeah. Can yeah. I just say that the oh, wow. taking you up on the cliff and 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 letting you know the word makes yeah. more sense now that he's Christian. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. love to take they love to take their disciples upon cliffs. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. do. So, so yeah, they makes do. yeah, that's where they it, make announcements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it was the whole thing. So we meet them finally at the we go to the Joyce Meyer conference. We go to the church. All of it. I get grilled by the brother. I can mm-hmm. tell the brother doesn't like me. Um, he can tell that I, I guess, whatever. Are you, are you trying to play, uh, like, you know, are you trying to play good Christian girl? Or are you just being yourself? Are you being quiet? <laughs> are you, I was are you bringing some airplane bottles in your purse? Okay. <laughs> I was probably being quiet. Um, okay. <laughs> mostly cause it was also overwhelming. So I was raised like Methodist. So like okay. stand, sit, stand, sit, like, yeah. 
and this I'm and to your point, like electric guitars and colored yeah, lights yeah. and everyone people are reaching for the ceiling. Yeah, I was very overwhelmed. A lot of um, sweating. We go to I get grilled by the brother, and he's like, "So, do you go to church every weekend?" And I was like, "Oh, okay, this is what we're grilling me about, not like who I am and all this other stuff, but yep. that's what we're grilling me about." Yep. Um, and like asked what if I knew the pastor's name, if I knew the last, like all this stuff, and I was like, "Uh, I'm 20 and don't know anything." Um. That summer, we had an amazing summer. Like, it was, he and I were, like, awesome. Um, You know, take his little flower. He's so sweet. Like, it's a whole thing. Um, Oh. Yeah, it was cute. Um, But, Mm. like, it was. (laughs) It's cute. I think. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how else to, but whatever. That's fine. I love it. it. I love it. I love it. Yep, that's but it. Thank it was you. a big deal for him because that was a step outside of his the influence of <laughs> the family and the environment right. that he was around. And I was cognizant of that, and I we had talked a lot about it, all this other stuff. And from the moment it happened, it was like otherworldly. Like it was just that was something that was amazing for us. And so um, then we went back to school, and when you're away from each other that's kind of becomes the focus because we were young and horny and dumb and Mm -hmm. um like we broke up my when when we went back to college and got back together and broke up and got back together um and but I was very much the one in the driver's seat the whole time and then um well literally since since day one when you were like hi yeah hi Heather yeah. yeah. What, I'm glad yeah. you're here. And then what, yeah. what sometimes happens to drunk girls at parties happened. Um, and that completely changed the dynamic of our relationship. Um, and it made him the one in the driver's seat and the one in control and um, me making sure he was okay. And he was never a bad person. It just kind of shifted things. Yeah. Um, and so we were always like working on getting back together but never getting back together Wait, um i'm sorry did you say something yeah. happened at a party yeah so you, I okay par- yeah i went to a party and like what sometimes happens to drunk girls happened um and then but, and so you're all about just working through that yeah for gotcha. sure got it and he did he helped me with all that stuff he was very much like okay i'm we're gonna fix this and get it back put you know get everything back to normal mm-hmm. um we were young and dumb and didn't know really what any of that meant at the time. Yeah. Um, but he was good. He was so supportive and all this other stuff, but it did very much change. I had a lot of guilt for it. So it very much made me not question things. It was the start of us, me not questioning things. Yeah. He graduated. That's hard. That's, I mean, that's a (laughs) hard thing to process on top of just being a young kid trying to make a relationship work. You needed professional help. Yeah. For sure. I yeah. did. And I did yeah. not get that. That was on me. But it was also like, how do I just make this normal again? Because like, right. I need this to be normal. But yeah. it wasn't the culture at the time either to like, it, uh, look into what happened and try to deal with it. And, you yeah. know, all of that. Oh, that's awful. But it was like, I need to make it normal for him because I could tell he was upset. Like, I need to make sure he's okay. Um, and so I, we, we just got through it. He graduated. Um, he was supposed to go to law school. He did not go to law school. Um, I still had a year left. And he says, hey, why don't we, um, I'm, there's an internship at the church in Memphis, the year long. I think I'm going to do that next year. 
while I continue to study for the LSATs and then go to law school. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I think that's great. You go to their youth conference every summer and you love it there. Your brother's there, your sister's there. And it's only two hours from Murray. So like we could actually see each other on the weekends. Like, that's great. Um, he gets, we get, I go back to school. He gets to Memphis. He then calls and tells me that um, he's not allowed to be in a relationship during the internship. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. No. And he's like, well, <laughs> actually it's, it's cause you're so, in, it's such an intensive thing where they are all the time. Um, they don't let married people do it unless the couple does it together. Uh, and I was like, okay, well that kind of makes sense. And she's like, oh, but you know, no, that's, um, no, that's controlling and mature. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. this is also six months after what happened. And so I'm very right. much going, okay, I still need him to help make me normal. So I was like, yeah, okay, uh, fine, I guess. And yeah. it was also not any different. The relationship wasn't different. Like nothing was changing. We were still talking every day. Right. We were like, I knew everything that was going on in his life. Like he knew everything that was going on in my life. Um, and so he does this internship and it gets to the point where he would drive, leave Memphis at night at like 10 o'clock at night drive to Murray, spend the night with me, get up at like six in the morning and then drive back to Memphis to be back at the church. Um, so he was starting to live a double life, if you will. Yeah. Um, and so like, I knew that the relationship was obviously a secret because I didn't want him to get in trouble, whatever, but he was very much in the life of me and my roommates, and my friends. And so it was like yeah. not a secret on that end. Um, the, I graduate, whatever the final, the final, piece of the internship is a 10 day long um mission trip to Africa and he goes to Africa and I'm like emailing him like hope it's going well all this other stuff and then um he gets back and there are some pictures posted on Facebook Mm -hmm. and there's these two photos of him and this girl that I just don't like there there's nothing on the surface that is wrong with them they're not like holding hands or even like even really touching i just don't like it and so um that's your gut mm-hmm. and yeah. it knows yeah. mm-hmm. it so, always knows another, like fun part about that is so he's a super christian guy and his name is very biblical so mm-hmm. my friends would call him the Lord. Like, oh, you're going to go break bread with the Lord tonight? I was like, ha, 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 you're so funny. That's, that's funny. Fun. That's really that's very fun. I love that's that. Very I love your friends. With yeah. the Lord. Yeah. You're going to go break bread with the Lord? The Lord, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You're going to go rub up against the body of Christ? Yeah. yeah. So, because, but my friends knew that we were both, like, our relationship was super, like, intense and physical. They're like, you're just like a little Christian hussy, aren't you? Like, you just like to go to church and then get, like, you both are. I was like, yeah, fine. That's yep. fine. Um, So I just, I asked him about the, the photo. I'm like, who's this girl? What, what, you know, who is she? And he's like, oh, that's, we'll call her like Faith. Um, uh, that, That's just Faith. We were on the mission trip together. Like, it's nothing. We're just friends. I'm like, okay. And there's nothing inappropriate or over the line about the photos so i'm like oh i'm just overreacting um we then enter a phase of our relationship where i'm like getting my shit together and becoming an adult um and like getting a job and and saving to buy a home and all these other things and he um is in memphis the internship is now ended 
He is supposedly studying for the LSATs, um, never letting me know when he's taking them, what the plan is. He's figuring out his life. Um, I, he just basically flounders because he was, the plan was to go to law school. That's not panning out. He doesn't have a plan. He's living and working at the church now, just basically doing random construction jobs. And, um, it's, uh, we are never officially back together because we're always working on it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's long distance and that is also not abnormal because that's just been what has been in our normal. Um, so we do have arguments and fights about that. He's very good at like promising the world and then just not doing it. Mm -hmm. Or like he would come visit me and we'd have these amazing weekends. We'd get a hotel and just have weekends, just us and have amazing time together. Um, and he'd take me shopping and again, talking literally every day, FaceTiming all of this stuff. So it's, we're together, but we don't quote unquote have titles. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I buy my condo. He comes and stays here for like a week or two at a time. Like he's very much involved with me and my friends and my life and they all know about him. Um, but it's almost like an annual conversation of me going, okay, so what's going on? That's what are, what exactly, are we doing that, that was my follow-up question was yeah. uh, are either of you having this conversation are you pushing it are you like what the hell are we doing like yeah. so you're yeah okay but you just didn't want to approach it all the time you right I don't want to nag because okay. you and don't want to push him away right and also it's <laughs> it's a fight when we do mm. so like I don't want a fight Mm-hmm. So it like it, it would build and build and build to this point where you couldn't hold it back anymore and we'd have a fight. So yeah. there was no just like regular conversation about it. Um and so that was These are the, the norm. just the reddest of flags, by the oh, way. Oh, for sure. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I just but want the my... listeners who are who are listening and they're like, Oh, that sounds similar to my situation ship. Those are yeah. red flags. If when you're like Yeah hey, are we in a relationship or not? And it is a fight that yeah. is them projecting on you and yeah. that, that it needs to end. It needs yeah. to end. It's gone yeah. on too long. It needs to end because they're avoiding it. They're hiding something. They're projecting. That's, yeah. I just want people to know that's, that's not okay. And that's not normal. That is a fucking red flag. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. That's so true. But it was also, there was a couple of things in my mind being like, I know it's unhealthy. I get mm-hmm. that. And I would even say that. Like, I know this is unhealthy. It's fine. But like, we're getting to where we need to go. Like, mm-hmm. and I would talk myself out of it. Like, mm. he's, he's a really good guy. He loves Jesus. He's all this. And, you know, he's got childhood trauma. He doesn't trust women. I did some, I, I did something that made him not trust me, even though I didn't really do anything. But I put myself in that situation. And I'm like that, it's all these things. Like I'm trying to fix all that. Oh so, baby, I just want to hold you. <laughs> I know. So at the time, yeah, that was my mindset. Like, oh no, uh, he would never actively hurt me. That would never be something he would actively choose to do. Um, and when we would get down to it, I'm like, do you still see this long term? Is this are we still end game? He'd be like, yeah, we are. I'm like, okay, and that was enough to like get me through to whenever. Um. And then, so fast forward a few years, because this goes on from like 2010 to 2014. Um, oh. He is now working for the church, leads a mission trip to um, Rio, um, gets back from the mission trip. And um, 
comes to see me right away, which is great because I want to see him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he spends the weekend with me and I'm like, okay, so I want to go to church on Sunday. Um, I want you to come with me. And he's like, I don't really want to go. And I'm like, why? That doesn't make any sense. Like, this is what you do. You work at church, church, you Mm -hmm. do this stuff all the time. And he's like, well, because how often you're right. That's what I do. How often do I get to sleep in on a Sunday? And I'm like, okay, fine. And so I weird, weird thing yep, for very a, weird a, a disciple yeah. to say. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Uh-huh. Um, and so I go to church and I was like, okay, so I'm want, gonna want to go to brunch after. So just be ready when I get home. Mm-hmm. And we can go to brunch. And so I um, call him when I'm leaving. And doesn't answer. I my church is literally seven minutes from my house. I come back home. The house is dark. Um, I walk into my bedroom. He's asleep in the bed. I sit down next to him. He doesn't move. I, for some reason, pick up his phone and I uh, flip it over. And I see like two things that are red flags to me. One, um, there's a missed call. And it's from a name that I recognize. It's from Faith. Faith. Mm-hmm. And what I don't see is also a red flag. I don't see a missed call from me. And that's weird because my my church is five minutes from where I've been. And I'm like, so he saw that like, call. What's going on? And is he awake right now being asleep? No, I don't know. That I don't need to be asleep. Okay. So I like nudge him and I wake him up and I was like, hey, um, why don't you get ready? I want to go to brunch. I'm going to go wait in the living room. And he's like, okay, cool. I go, also, you had a missed call from Faith. You might want to call her back. And Oh, yeah, um, you did. He goes, oh, okay. And then we go to brunch and I'm in the, we're in the car together. And I was like, oh, did you call Faith back? And he's like, oh, no, I texted her. I go, oh, well, what did she want? Why is she calling you at 8 a.m.? Or it's like 1030, but yeah. why is she calling you on a Sunday morning? And he's like, oh, I installed new thermostats at the church this week. Uh-huh. And they have a code because they're in public spaces and they needed the code. So I just uh-huh. texted her the code. And I was like, okay, all things that make sense because He's working and doing stuff yeah. at the church. Uh, sure. And so, yeah, faith oh, he's doing restored. Yeah. yeah. So it all makes sense, right? So we go to brunch. We spend the day by the pool. We have a good evening. We're like laying on the couch, snuggling. I, for some reason, am in the big spoon that night. I'm laying behind him. And he's kind of got his half his arm off the side of the couch on the ground. Uh-huh. And his phone is down there. Um, oh good you pick honestly bird's eye position good position yeah yeah for for sure Mm -hmm. put that in the book yeah put that in the book be the big spoon you can see everything i'll be the big spoon he picks up the phone and puts it in front of his face and i it's like in front of my face because i'm literally right there and it's a text message from faith that says miss you bunches and i was like I lost it. I got up, walked into my bathroom, got physically ill. And I was like, he's lying. Like, this is, is it all hitting you finally? Like, we've we've talked about the, like when, when it finally hits you that the physical uh, feeling is insane. Like your body is like tremoring and hot and like you do get physically ill. Yeah. 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 I, I, we should name that. Yeah. Yeah. We need to name that feeling. I walked back into the living room and he's like, are you okay? What's going on? And I was he like, knows exactly was what's like, going on. What the heck is going on? Why, what does, what does faith want? And why does she miss you bunches? 
And he's like, um, you know, what do you mean? And I was like, um, she texted you. She missed you bunches. I saw it. I'm not an idiot. Like, what is going on? And at that point, I realized I'm going to be sick again. So I go back and I was like shaking and I got sick and I came up. But as I'm getting up and I'm walking back in, I kind of find my steel and I walk back in. I go, give me your phone. And he hands me the phone. And in the amount of time that I went and got sick and came back, he deleted the messages. Of course he did. And, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I think you misread something. I go, I'm not crazy. I saw what I saw. What's going on? Yada, yada, yada. Um, and I was so amped and, and a, just a weird place. I let him talk me back off the ledge. And yeah, I regret that. I knew something wasn't right, but it just wasn't. I don't know. I let him talk me down. And Heather, I know, I know. These are no, sometimes it's flag. easier to ignore it. That's true. It is and I, true. Yeah, point, like I didn't true. want to like know that. He's like, I think you misread something. I don't think that's what you saw. I get it. Whatever. We had a long conversation. It was a good conversation. We went to bed that night. Something still didn't feel right. I went. His phone that night was not in the bed with him. It was out in the living room, which that was odd. Um, he left Tuesday morning. I went to work and I'm sitting at work and something just still wasn't sitting right with me. And I was like, I work in marketing and social media. I can cyber stalk anyone. So let me, mm-hmm. I know the girl's name. Let me go figure some stuff out. And so I found her Instagram page. It was public at that point, at that point. And um, she posted on Sunday and it was a photo of her in front of the Statue of Liberty. And I was like, huh. So it'd be real she's, hard. She's out of town. Yeah. She's not in Memphis. She's she's in New York City. And that's and, why he's visiting you. Yeah. And okay. so um, I don't react. I actually am very proud of the way I handled this thing. I wish I would handled all my things this way. And I go home. I didn't actively choose to do it this way. It just kind of happened. Um, we have an hour-long conversation like we do every night. And... Um, and then I finally just say, okay, so um, I'm just going to ask you this one more time. I know it's really annoying, but it's the last time I'll ever ask you about it. I just got to get it straight in my head. He's like, okay. I'm like, okay, so Faith called you about the thermostats on Sunday, right? That, that's why she was calling you. Oh, yeah. And he goes, yeah. I go, you promise. Like, that's why she called. Like, you promise that's the truth. He's like, I promise. So, oh, Okay. That's weird because she was in New York on Sunday. So that would be real hard for her to like be calling you about that. Yeah. And then it it was silent. Yeah. Silent. And I act, yeah, actively did not, did not like respond or say a word because I wanted to know what he was going to do. And I let 10 minutes go by. And I finally (laughs) said, So are you just not going to say anything? And he goes, so what am I supposed to say? I'm caught. And I was like, oh. Wow. Okay, this story is so juicy and has so many details that we're going to absolutely have to cut this into two parts. I feel like I feel like the people need a break, Catherine. Take a break. Take a walk. Take a coffee break. Take a little pee-pee. Then come back for part two because, look, the story spans for 15 years and a yeah. lot happens – but at the end, there's a huge uh, a, a revelation. Something uh-huh. huge happens. But after that, what I thought was really interesting uh, in part two is 
we start to notice the signs that really happened in the beginning of this relationship. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of little details in part one that opens your eye in part two. Yes. So uh, stay tuned for part two. Take a little break. Take a walk. Whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Go pick up your kids. Put your kids to sleep. And then uh, see us back here for part two with Heather A. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Catherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K-B-I-Z-Z-9. Stay stabby. Go ahead. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.